With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Guys, I'm Sad. Welcome to today's podcast, Nation, and welcome to our Rest End series, Keeping It Real with Andrew Thompson. We're going to uh, have a short, sharp show today. We're going to have a quick chat. We haven't uh, we haven't been able to do one for a couple of weeks, so we're just going to give some predictions for Helena Sale, talk about some interesting stuff, and then be out here. But uh, joining me to talk wrestling is none other than uh, post wrestling's writer. An interviewer, Mr. Andrew Thompson. Welcome, my friend. How are you? The good man, sir. The host of the great Ace Podcast Nation. Almost a thousand subscribers, YouTube channel. What's going on, sir? Nearly there. 900 and something. It's like, it feels like it's stuck <laughs> on like 900 and I think it was on like 906 or something. It felt like it was stuck there. I know but, that's uh, the worst when, when you like literally right there. Yeah, but, you know, it's what it is. It'll get there, eventually. Um, loads to talk about, mate, because we've had, obviously, a couple of weeks of uh, off of shows. But um, I'm going to focus on the more, kind of, last week or so, because um, it seems a bit pointless no, no, to talk about, about, about two weeks ago. You, you, you can start with, uh, with, with, with last night. Mr. Daniel Bryan said this is his last one. It's a full-time, yeah. full-time talent, so... Yeah, that's interesting, that is. Um, and that that was one of the things I was going to ask you about, actually, was um, him and Kevin Owens. But before we go into that, like, where do you rate Daniel Bryan's WWE run, like, from start to finish? I know he left for a short while, but from start to finish, like, is he right up there with the uh, the very, you know, the, the greats, if you like, like your Austins and Rocks and whoever else? Are you, are you talking about all time? Yeah. Uh, I think his run is as good as some of them. Um, um, I mean, if you like specifically speaking about WWE, I, I, don't, I think I think he cracked the top twenty for sure. Because so many people that been there yeah, from course. start to finish that have 
had really, really, really good runs. But I mean, if you talking about like just professional wrestling, period. Oh, oh yeah, Dave yeah. Ryan is up. He, he's uh, he's completely up there. But like you talk about WWE, yeah, that's why I wanted to make the question more difficult because obviously wrestling wise, he's. Wrestling wise, there's no question. There's no question. Like yeah, Daniel Bryan has already put in his work. Like before he got the WWE, when it comes to just being a great wrestler, you go back and, and all of a sudden there's all race stuff. Do you said Daniel they kill himself, like for, for just for people to be entertained and stuff like that. So like and, and then for his own love of the sport, of course. So I mean, if you talking about just WWE, I say he definitely in the top twenty. Cracking, he yeah. definitely in that in that top twenty range. But if you're talking about all time, it's difficult. Yeah, it's not far off though. I mean, because it's like all like you know, your own preference. But like just me, I think Daniel Bryan is one of the greatest wrestlers to ever do it. And I mean, he he made it WWE and had a very successful like one of the top guys. They obviously like him a lot. The the main event, WrestleMania, won the world title. Like, and we know better than that. Like he he going in the Hall of Fame and they Hall of Fame. He he gonna be in the pro wrestling Hall of Fame. The George Strager Lupe is Hall of Fame. That's not even a question. Like he one he one of the greatest man. So I mean, I respect it. Like he even he already put in the work. He ain't got shit left else to prove, bro. Like no, he, he, he I did it already. I do think uh, at the start of his kind of when he became a main event star, obviously he kind of did it in spite of WWE. Um, they didn't, you know, it was clear they didn't want him in that position at first. <laughs> but, you know, he's shown his worth over over the years in many different roles, whether it's heel or face or singles or tag teams or comedy character. He can do it all. And he's, you know, he's superb in the ring. Um, and I'm re- I, I look forward to this last run, however long it may be, because I think he's going to be very motivated to make new stars. Um, and cement them um, and there's a few guys I'd like to see him work with which I'll ask you about in a minute but before that they uh, they kind of started a storyline last night whereby it looks like Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan are going to be a tag team what do you think about that and also I look forward to the inevitable Kevin Owens heel turn whether it's in a week or you know six months or whatever I, I, that'll be awesome what do you think of them working as a tag team? Do you think that's a good, good idea? I don't even think they won't be a tag team. I think that is just something they just came up with last minute because they, they 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 didn't announce anything for SmackDown at all. The only thing that we knew was the oldest, so I'm assuming that they was putting that show together last minute. And I think that was just something that they needed to get mm. get get the tag team scene going. Because I mean, like right after that segment, they went right to the Sami Zayn Daniel Bryan thing for the Intercontinental yeah. Title. So I, I think. I don't, I ain't really make too much of it. I thought it was something to get the uh, mm. get the, like a tag okay. team thing going, and then I, but I, I think their main thing is Ryan and Sami Zayn, and that's what they probably See, gonna run back. That disappoints me a little bit because I was thinking about the potential of like a, a a little run of them as a tag team, and then having like Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan trading insults and and kind of keeping that going on the sort of outskirts of it, it create would have created like this fantastic dynamic whereby everyone's expecting Kevin Owens to turn, but you just don't know when. And then you've got the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens dynamic as well as that. 
would that it would have been really interesting. I, you know, I'd love to see a a Daniel Bryan Kevin Owens feud in this run from Daniel Bryan, but then I'd also would not be against seeing Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as a heel tag team, and or even Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens again. We haven't seen that for a few years, so I like the thought of that. Um, so we saw this week on wrestling TV two very interesting segments on Wednesday on uh, AEW we saw Jericho and MJF mm -hmm. doing like a like a Broadway kind yeah, of the song the song and song and then and then last night we saw Lauren and Lauren order spoof from <laughs> Otis and and the Miz and all this um <clears throat> well first of all where do you stand on both individually well, I like it. Like I'm, I'm like I've, I've gotten to this point where I'm just trying to like. I mean, I, of course, there's some stuff I think that that's just like ridiculous and absurd. But like, yeah, I try to like, enjoy, I just try to like enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to like, I, I don't want. You don't want to shit on everything. No, 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 not even that. Because I mean, some stuff is like legit stupid. But I'm saying, uh, like, I'm I'm trying not to make myself hate wrestling because I feel like sometimes <laughs> that's what people. You, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like yeah. that's what some people like they try to like purposely make themselves hate with don't watching. knock it there's some youtubers who've got like fifty thousand subscribers because they make themselves hate everything you, you know what so i'm saying but like, I, like, from. like I, I genuinely love wrestling so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to i'd like to enjoy it like but yeah. it, it but but like sometimes it's just some stuff that's just like yeah, jesus christ like yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. like the, the mjf uh jericho thing like i ain't think it was like you know i ain't think it was like some absurd you know, thing. I mean, right. it, like, what was it? Everybody cup of tea? No, I mean, it, it, I'm gonna say this. What was it? My cup of tea, exactly. No, but I can see the entertainment part of it. Like, I can see why people enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, so, it's different, and I enjoyed yeah. it. But, I mean, but I, but I can see. Like, I mean, I enjoyed it from the perspective of I can see the entertainment value in it. And then, for as far as the oldest thing, that I mean, what, what was that? Everybody cup of tea too? No, I mean, that I, but I, the same thing with MJF Jericho. I enjoyed the entertainment. Aspect of, and then you know I ain't gonna lie to you. I, seen, I saw Teddy Long that popped me. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Teddy Long is hilarious. He told me, yeah. he, but he was like, he's like, I got a P player. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, Teddy Long got to be the most like the, that was like the last person I was expecting to see right there. But but then I did the wrestlers court thing. That was kind of funny. I think JBL used to do that like wrestlers court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he used to do that like legit. His ass should have been in wrestlers court for all the shit he did. But oh my god. <laughs> But like going back to those two segments, um, I think right, it's not it's not something which like it's one of those things whereby if I was sat in the room watching that and my wife come in or my kids come in, even some of the like the older two, would I be like a bit embarrassed by it? And I was like, you know, I, I'm nearly forty, I don't get embarrassed by anything, so I suppose it's that. But but also like the Jericho went and MJF. I found it quite funny and I found it quite entertaining. So that kind of, even though I knew it was like a bit stupid and a bit like, nah, come on. But I, I enjoyed it and I thought it was funny. Uh, the Otis thing, that was, I don't know, it is what it is. So, um, sweet. And um, yeah, I don't know. It is, like it is what it is. Um, 
it was just a with the Otis one. It's just a way to get to the Miz versus Otis at the end of the day. Bro, let, you know bro, what I mean? Bro, I, bro, I genuinely feel like they had no have a fucking clue what to do with Otis. Like, yeah, I don't I, know like, why I, they why like, they put Tucker on Raw, mate. Like, I, I feel like they thought they had an idea of what to do with Otis, and, but then like once they really got down to the nitty gritty of like, oh damn, like he really is money in the bank, like. <laughs> but what but what I don't understand, right, is, is say they've changed their mind because uh, they don't know what to do with him and they want to kind of take the case off him. There's 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 a handful of guys who who could take it off him and kind of squash him and get away with it without killing his character. So, yeah. for instance, before The Fiend was moved to Raw, you could have had The Fiend fight him for it, take it in two minutes. No, that doesn't hurt OS. The fiend then, with the money in the bank, though? Like, well, yeah, no, no, no. Bro. I'm just saying what? as an example. but Or whoever. Or even Alistair Black. Or what, what, Roman, not Roman Reigns, because he's champion. You, you, you want to know who would have been a good person to get the money in the bank contract right now? Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'd be down for that. But they're on different brands. So give it to Chad Gable. Chad F. and Gable. That's who they should call him. They should literally call him Chad F. and Gable. <laughs> but, um... I'd love to see a Daniel Bryan Chad Gable feud. That would be good. I think it's gonna happen now. He even finally dropped the shorty G name about damn time. Tell me what she's like. Just let him go out there and wrestle. Bro. He's good. Like yeah. he, they he, should he, almost he, give him. You like, know what's crazy though? Kurt, what they did with I, Kurt Angle at the start. As I said, you want to know what's crazy though? I was gonna, I'm gonna ask you this. Like, you, you, can you imagine how, how frustrating it probably is to know, like, that they like they they book him? In the, uh oh. Sorry, bro. Uh, just my son. Come on, man. The, the, Look the, where you're going. The fiend, the fiend, the fiend came and attacked us. <laughs> came and attacked the screen. Yeah. He wasn't, but, uh, happy. he wasn't happy that you said that uh, <laughs> he shouldn't have the money in the bank contract. Look, I was, was going to say, can you, can you imagine how like weird it is for Chad Gable to know that he could probably like legit out wrestle anybody on that roster? Probably beat the hell out of him if he wanted to. And then, <laughs> but. but he, and they just Man. continually just yeah. treat him like a joke. It's got to be frustrating. I um, I, I I have got hope that this is the start for him, because I think what they are, I like I've noticed a couple of times recently with some of the stuff they've done with him. Only little things, like little things that have been said, or little things that it almost seems like they're start. They have realised what they've got with him. They're just trying to work out a way to get there. I hope that's the case because. If they don't do anything with him in the next year, he will go to AEW or New Japan and absolutely become a superstar. I mean, he could um, go to NXT for real, for real. Like, yeah, I'd <laughs> love that. to have seen. I would have loved... I, I was a bit gutted they didn't... Um, that they didn't include NXT in the draft. Even if they didn't want to have a full draft with NXT, if they, they could have just had like Triple H be shown there and him just do some trades. So, like, I'd love to have seen Chad Gable, Andrade, um, someone like Dana Brooke go down to NXT. I feel like that could be real interesting. Oh, it's, um, I wonder. Come on to get your hat take on this, because I, I, know, I know you about to want to rant about this when I say it. What, what do you think about them uh, breaking up the iconics just to put pay and voice with Lacey Evans? Oh, mate, right? speechless mate it it really pisses me off because you've got them you've got Andrade and Gaza so they broke them up fine if they're going to do something with them 
on separate brands, amazing because they're both amazing, talented guys who should be right up the top of the card. Gaza wasn't on TV this week, Andrade wasn't on TV this week, so why not keep them as a tag team and ha like have a bit of depth because they got no depth in the tag team divisions, so it was pointless. And then you break up the Iconics, who are super entertaining, everybody enjoys watching. You can constantly beat them because their gimmick is that they're, you know, they'll insult you and they'll, they're like mean girls, but funny. And then they get beaten up by the baby faces. This is a perfect female tag team to have in that division. And then to break them up and put them with Lacey Evans, I think is stupid as well because they've actually put some effort into Lacey Evans whereby she's like a good upper card heel. And she can, and they've also set like a story with her being a marine, and she's obviously got the kids, and, and everyone knows about that side. Whereby she, eventually she could be a really good babyface. So to just take, stick her in a meaningless tag team is pointless. It hurts her. And like I say, I really like the iconics. It was a fucking brain dead, stupid, stupid decision. Um, but there's a lot of those around. So. I know, I know you're wait. I know you are waiting for me to ask you about this because uh, we've got to talk about it. Because um, I'm a big fan of uh, Retribution, as you know. I'm a big mm -hmm. fan of Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, um, and I was so I was kind of torn because the segment on Raw, which opened Raw with Re uh, the Fiend and Alexa Bliss, then um, Retribution, and they circle him, and he disappears. That was awesome. I was so pumped for that. I was like, that was fucking awesome. Then the Hurt Business come out and you have the match. I was like, right, that's fine. And then they had Die Jack tap. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, if they wanted to beat Retribution, you could have done it so... Like, that. I felt like that hurt them more than what happened after the match. Having your biggest, baddest, most threatening guy tap. Like, if they really had to have, like, someone lose, why wouldn't you have Slapjack be the one to lose? <laughs> Even then, I would say, don't like, don't have him tap out this early. And this is what I said weeks ago to you, wasn't it? Is if they're losing in two, three weeks, it's going to be very difficult for them. And then they play this awesome retribution promo from backstage after they've just tapped out. And it's like, come on, man, you've got to, like... Um, You've got to think about what you're doing with these people because the hurt business can take a loss to retribution. It doesn't hurt them, for no pun intended. I don't even think it hurts them to get beaten up by the fiend after the match because he didn't beat, he didn't attack all four or five of them at the same time. He took he took them down one by one after they just had a match, and it's the fiend who's like. You know, he's been shown to be like this kind of invincible force or whatever. Unless you're Goldberg. Fuck him. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I didn't think that really buried them. I felt like the end into the match buried them more and didn't make sense. And that's what annoyed me. Um, what did you think of it overall? Did you enjoy the the initial bit? And go on, you tell me. Look, firstly, I like them. Mustafa Ali got put with them. I think that was a good. Yeah, yeah, because we haven't spoken about that because he was only a couple of weeks. Yeah, so we've got. I'll, I'll come back to that for me now. But go on, you. Sorry to interrupt you. That was like a good little uh, swerve right there for Ali. Finally gave him something to do because he ain't really did much of anything over the past. 
I, I mean, he really did much of anything since 205 Live stopped being hot. Smackdown like, hacker. I mean, he wasn't even doing nothing with that because, like, we didn't know it was him. He stopped it. Yeah. We didn't know it was him. Like, so, I mean, like, uh, he hadn't really done any really done much of anything in WWE until, well, no, no, he hasn't done anything since the Daniel Bryan stuff when they brought yeah. him on the SmackDown. And, uh, yeah, Ali, Ali should have been one of the challenges to Kofi 100%. That should mm-hmm. that, that I don't know how that didn't happen, but um, it's frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, hope he, they he, do something with him now because I feel like he could be a main event star now, especially with these massive guys as part of his stable. So where do you stand? Like obviously on social media, it was full of oh, retributions buried, etc., etc. After the show, after that initial segment was all completed, like, do you think they're buried because of that? Do you think there's no way back for them? No, I don't think they're buried. I mean. Yeah, what what hurt him more for you, being tapping out or being taken out by the fiend? Both, because they shouldn't have lost. I don't, I don't think I don't think they should have made that match happen. The, her business versus retribution. I think they they should have saved that for like a pay per view or something like that. You should just because yeah, they, 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 they were building match that. between whoever and they one were, of them. They were building that for for so long uh, for a couple of weeks, so they should have kept kept the road a little bit and kept it kept building up attention between the two sides, but they were just so quick to throw them in there in the, in the eight-man tag. I mean, you could have yeah. kept that going a little bit. But, I mean, I don't think it did any favors for them, Retribution, to if they, tap out. If they didn't have that match, so they had, they just had, maybe they exchanged promos instead, and maybe they did, like, slapback versus Cedric Alexander or something, and it ends in a disqualification, say. That segment overall to open Raw after the draft... I think would have been superb where you had the fiend and retribution kind of you two like you've got this big stable you've got this big new single star coming over to your brand you've got the hurt business you've got some gold all kind of jockeying for position and i think that that's like a really hot start um like the one thing i think they should have probably or could have done with the fiend after the match was they could have had him take out like um i've forgotten his name the guy who used to do the commentating on Raw. Um, Dio Madden. Yeah, Dio Madden, or whatever he's called now. Maze. Yeah. I like his I like his um his get up though and his costume whatever his costume. I think he's clothing wise he looks quite cool. But if he you could have had the fiend take him out or whoever one of them out and then when the others come, the lights go out and he disappears. I feel like that doesn't hurt him as much as well either, but he still gets like a bit of Retribution, for lack of a better word, um, I've got a feeling that as a way to kind of build Ali, they're probably going to put him versus Bobby Lashley for the title for the US title. Is it the US? Yes, yeah, the US title. Isn't it? But I'd actually really like to see Dijakovic versus Bobby Lashley for the IC title. I feel like that could be really good for T Bar. To uh, to like build him up as a you know like as as something, um, two big dudes who can both really like wrestle really well. I'd rather see uh, um, Mustafa Ali up in like a number one contenders match for the for the for the world title. I feel like that's where he should be. Whether they do that is very much doubtful. Um, just lastly on the fiend because I you know I could spend the whole show talking about it, but I, well, there's some other stuff we've got to talk about. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, so with the fiend, um, 
in the you know in the fun house segment so as you know i watch all the youtube videos where people pick out all the easter eggs one of the easter eggs which uh, one of the thing easter eggs within the fun house was you know when he was unpacking the stuff out of like a case where he was moving from smackdown to raw he pulled out the they what did they call it they called it a crucifix which randy orton used when he burned down the compound and i uh, Bray Wyatt will always give like a little hint in his um, in those funhouse segments about where the character's going next. Do you think that a way to stop Randy Orton getting the title without him taking a clean loss in the cell again to Drew McIntyre, we could see the fiend either appear in the thing, appear in the uh, in the cell. And then the lights go out and Randy Orton's disappeared or he drags him under the ring or he just comes in and does something and then Drew wins. Like some way to kind of get Rand to start a Randy versus Bray feud. Because obviously they're going through all the people who previously uh, like hurt Bray Wyatt and obviously Randy Orton's right up there with that sort of storyline. Do you think they're going to do that yet or do you think they'll wait for a bit? Uh, I don't think they're going in that direction yet. I mean, I think they just kind of want to get this wrap this Drew Randy thing up because I, I honestly can't call it what they're going to do with Drew or Randy. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they had Randy win. To be honest just, with you, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they had Drew yeah, win either. I, I got a feeling. So this is so I put that question to you. That's not like necessarily what I think they'll do. What I think the WWE will do is I think they'll have Randy Orton beat um, Drew. And then the fiend will attack Randy Orton afterwards, and I don't want them to do that because I don't want the fiend in the title picture. But he just lost the title. Yeah, and and I just think that I've, that's what I think the WWE thinks. You want you, 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 you want to know something, bro? They 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 kind of treat the fiend like Oscar. The kind yeah, they, put they, the they, title they, they on treat, him. Not, I mean, I mean they him. they like treat them kind of like the same. Like I think they view them as like. Main event transitional champion, like yeah. that's like that's like the best way to describe it. Because like Oscar, they they obviously think Oscar's really good and she can get a good match out of anybody. But they like you you notice Oscar is always champion in like these periods of like when yeah in between the way, the like big when shows. It's, no not even just that but like when the when there's a there, there, there's a there's some, there's something greater ahead for somebody else and they kind of use Oscar to like kind of just so navigate that. navigate that road to get there and they kind of do the same thing with the fiend like the fiend was in this placeholder feud with Braun Strowman because they, they didn't have anything planned for Braun Strowman. Like, they thought they were planning to go with Roman the whole way. And Braun just, you know, so happened to so happened to be in that position. So, I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird how they treat the thing. I think they should just not put any titles on him yeah, at I all. Like, I, I, think, I think that was, the, that was the thing that they messed up on the first time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and I mean, they kind of did that to themselves because, I mean, like, I remember when he – what was that Clash of Champions 2019 when he had first attacked Seth Rollins after to, to to set the match up hell in the cell? Yeah. I think people were, I think people were excited and they were ready to they was like oh yeah they about to put a title on him already and I don't think anybody had a problem but it was the hell in the cell match that messed it up so I was like they kind of dig dug themselves a hole with that so yeah. I mean I I think the best thing for them keep him away from all title pitches and you just do creative stuff I mean like now maybe maybe you kind of keep the fiend out of the ring for a little bit maybe you just have alexa bliss kind of take the reins you know well i wonder whether they may do a mia yim feud for alexa bliss as a way to like have have the fiend feud with retribution but without 
actually having matches. Does that make sense? So like the mid the feud will be Alexa and and um, Mia Yim, what's her name? Reckoning. Um, that'll be the feud, and the Fiend will kind of just be there now and again. I think they'll probably give Alexa Bliss some sort of Fiend gimmick as well. They've got to be honest. Um, hey, have you? Hey, I'm not, I'm gonna jump on top as real quick. But have you seen this series on IWTV called The Mass Wrestler? Have you I seen this? No. Dog, oh my goodness! You you should you should like, well I'm, I'm sure some people that have seen it on social media. You you guys see, see one of these episodes? It's on uh, it's on IWTV. It's like 20 minutes. Every episode is like 20 minutes. So basically, the the wrestlers come out and they in a black jumpsuit, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't know who it is, and then the person who loses got to unmask themselves, and the and the wrestlers who uh, are on the show they kind of change their move setup so you don't know exactly who they are. It is crazy good, like. The first episode was crazy. I was like, "There's, some, like there's loads, there's loads of them on e- on YouTube." So I might have um, I might have a little look at that. Yeah, I, th- I think. Where else can you free. watch that? Are they, are they, are they, TV or the yeah. independent wrestling TV and that? Yeah. Are you watching a fight? Right. Cool. I'll yeah, check, it, it, I'll check it's, that it's, out. It's good, man. Like, I, I, that's a good. Like, it, it's it's hard, especially now to come up with like a creative wrestling concept like that is creative as hell. Yeah, man. Um. I'll check that out for 100% Mitch. Very, very quickly. Um, two things, because I'll forget, I'll, I'll forget this. So, um, uh, Gaz and I think JD, someone um, sent something in before and said they wanted us to review all the dark side of the ring. Um, we will start doing it, but we'll do it um, when we know that we're going to have like a run of weeks where we can definitely do shows, because obviously Andrew's busy on the news beat and doing mm-hmm. this podcast and I do lots of other podcasts so we can't always do it every week we do try to fit in like a short one at least each week but sometimes they don't the, uh, the new season um, getting filmed right now yeah here's a question for you then very quickly who would you like to see them do a show, uh, do a show on because it's an extended series season of 14 episodes yeah I, I forgot it was 14 episodes it is 14 but who I know would you like uh, to see off the top of your head I know one of the confirmed ones is a uh, WCW Collision in Korea. I know that's that's one of them that they oh, doing. Okay. And um, I think Brian Pillman is another one. That's a very good one. Uh, I'd like to see Eddie Guerrero do one. I know they covered him a little bit. Um, on the Chris Benoit show. Yeah. yeah, but I'd like to see that. I'd like to see him take Hogan to but task, the, the, to be the, honest. The, the, the cra- bro, if they did a whole... Oh, my goodness. Oh, they did a Hogan move, yeah. They just grill his ass. Bring, 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 yeah. bring me on. Bring me on. Let me. But let you me, know what uh, they do? Well, they <laughs> should bring him on. He's so he's so he's got such a massive massive ego. He probably wouldn't realize that they're kind of like trying to expose the things yeah. he's done <laughs> and just go on there. Like, I think we might get one on Vince Russo in some some capacity. I think they should do Chris Kane. Yeah, do, that'd be a good uh, one. Chris Canyon, I, I think Chris Canyon would be an outstanding one because it's it's quite a sad. Bro, story. His, his his story is like so because Chris Can, Chris Canyon he he was he was gay right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I know he he committed suicide because of like well I mean I don't think it was directly because of it I think it's because of the just yeah, the the, 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 the the overall pressure and you know of course him being on the wrestling business and keeping that kind of a secret from because I, I know I heard Chris Jericho talk about that couple of times he was like um on some podcasts he was just like they, like they they they, they like kind of knew 
in a way, but they never like fully yeah. like got the confirmation from Chris Canyon. So I, I think that'd be like a real cool episode just to get have his story told because the way he died was so messed up, man. So yeah, it's, it's screwed up, man. Um, so yeah, we will review it as requested by the viewers. Um, we'll go through each episode. We'll do like one a week or something. But we'll just have we need to find the right time to do it. Um, and also, obviously, we've got to have time to watch them and stuff. Um, but we'll try. We'll try to do it before the third season starts, which is next year. So we should, you know, we will do it. Just we'll find the right time. And lastly, um, I wanted to ask you quickly before we do our predictions for Hell in a Cell, um, how what uh, if Vince McMahon came to you and said, "I want to uh-huh. put some some gold on Retribution, not all the gold, but some." Um, how, which which guys or girl would you put it on, and how would you do it? None of them. You wouldn't put gold on any of them. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think that helps anything. Because I mean, look how they booking them now, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> they need to do something to build them up, don't they? As a threat now. Like, I don't. I don't, I don't think a title is going to do anything. Like, I, I think that's just going like, like, cause, like honestly, do you do you even remember that Bobby Lashley is a U.S. champion? No, you like, forget all time, don't you? <laughs> what I would like to see like, who, though is... Who, who, like, who, who the hell are the women's tag team champions right now? Like, I don't uh, Oh, not, not, not Shayna Baszler and Nia. Let's see, I mean, like, because I actually like Nia Shayna. I mean, it's just like... Oh, yeah, you just they, forget they, they, who the champions they, are. Yeah, you just forget who the champions are. Like, why why they don't take them titles to NXT, man? Like, let them do something with the people in NXT. Like, I, I know there's not really yeah. many teams in NXT right now, but... Because I know Tegan Knox was... Uh, she had it, yeah, yeah. She injured again. I feel bad for her. She can't catch a break. No, um, but, uh, yeah, I thought I think with retribution, they just need to um, just build them up as individuals or like have a tag team and and a couple of individuals build them up, show that they're like talented in the ring and and give them some wins both as a team and individually. Give them some feuds, whether it's me, Yim, and Alexa Bliss, or Ali versus whoever Andrade, say, for, just for an example, and and build them up that way rather than just having them cut promos and do four like eight man tags and stuff all the time. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see me, Yim, and Alexa. I think that could be a good good feud. Um, okay, just to finish us off, then we're going to go super quick. It's not a very long card anyway. Uh, Hell in a Cell. Uh, Otis versus The Miz for the Money in the Bank contract. Who you got? Miz. Yeah, I think after all this, if they don't take it off <laughs> Otis, it would be real pointless it's investment of time, wouldn't it? Um, oh, 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 maybe they're just trying to get people to care about Otis. I think um, the big problem with that is Otis, I think, <laughs> is more over with the fans in the stadiums, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think uh, that's true. Jeff Hardy versus Elias. And why is this on the? Because Elias that? still thinks that Jeff Hardy run him over. No, 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 no. I, I know that, but I'm saying like, why is this? Like, this should have happened on Raw, shit like that. Like, why is this it's weird? Isn't it? Why is, why is this on the card, man? But like, but there's three cell matches, isn't there? So, I mean, they they, they could have made. Honestly, you, you could have gave me. Give me Nia Jax and Shayna versus versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez or something. Like, give, me, give, me, give me something different, man. Like, yeah. Give me something different. But no, nah, I mean... But I'm, I'm, I I'm always think all the, all the titles should be defended at pay-per-views anyway. Or most of them. So, 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 so you trying to have us do a four-hour long uh, 
for yeah, how long pay per view. But like <laughs> at least the main ones, like I don't know, like I feel like the IC title is not defended enough, and the US title is not defended enough. You're right, but, uh, but uh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Elias. Yeah, I think they're gonna give Elias a bit of a push now, so I'd be very surprised if he lost. Uh, Bailey versus Sasha for the SmackDown Women's Championship in the Hell in the Cell. Mm. Who do you got? Wait, who, who you got? You can't tell me your picks for the oh, yeah, first sorry, two matches. Um, I'll have. I think I'll have. I think they'll keep it on Otis, and I think Elias will win. So for Bailey and Sasha, I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going Bailey, and then Bailey. Bailey goes to talk to Mr. Adam Pearce and says that Sasha can't face her no more. Yeah, and then Sasha wins the Royal Rumble. Bailey don't got no choice. Stole my idea. That's exactly what was in my head. And then they they run it back at Mania, and then Sasha get the dub and finally yeah. gets the SmackDown Women's Title. Yeah, that's exactly what. Um, but what let I was me. Add, but say. let me ask you this: Where does Bianca Belair fit in? Because you see her on SmackDown, as superstar man. Yeah, they make that, and they're superstar, they're doing man. quite a good job of building her up with the the video. No, for it, like 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 Sarah, for real, like dead ass, like. She looks like a superstar, bro. Like, yeah, everything like, about, everything like about bro, her. she has this, like, number one, I, I think this really stands out, like, when the woman's available. She has size, bro. Like, she's not short. Mm. Like, she's, like, would be out, Bianca's, like, 5'9", five, 5'8". Five, five, like, she, she stands out. Like, she's really, and then she's, like... She's, My worry is, though, mate, is that where, Sa- I agree with you, Bailey will beat Sasha, and then she'll go to, like, Adam Pearce or whatever and do it so Sasha can't have another shot. My worry is that then they go to the Bianca feud with Bailey as, as a like place as a transition order. until yeah. Royal Royal uh-huh. Rumble, and I think that's a mistake. What I would do is I'd have Sasha win the Rumble, Sasha win the title of Mania, and then the next SmackDown or whatever Raw after WrestleMania, that's when I begin the Sasha versus Bianca Belair feud. I'd even do some sort of trade. That week after WrestleMania, and say that USA and Fox have traded Bailey for you know, whoever Shayna Baszler or you know someone, um, and just to split them up straight after, so you haven't got to run back the rematch and beat Bailey a second time. Yeah, my 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 computer's frozen, so I'll just finish it off on my phone. Yeah, you're fine. Um, <laughs> but but no, I, I was gonna ask you. I was like, uh, I was like. Cause, cause, like I, I know you know, and I know you know for a long time. You, you I, I'm longer than me, and you've been doing this podcast. I know you always said that you think Bianca Belair was like main event talent, but like, like, just, like just seeing her on SmackDown, I'm like, dude, like she can literally like be sliding into that spot like right now if they wanted to, because like she has the look, got the size, got the move set. She's marketable as hell, cause you, cause you know all the little kids going with that long ass braid. Like some type of toy or something yeah. like that. I'm, t- I'm telling you, you know they gonna want it. Like, what? Like, where, 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 do, where does she fit into all of this? Because I mean, obviously the thing right now is Sasha Banks and Bailey, but I think Bianca Bailey is gonna have like just an uproar of support that people want to see her yeah. in that spot. Especially when the fans come back, I think that she's gonna be like that that superstar that the fans just can't get enough of, and she just like um. Like you know that, like that Daniel Bryan type, or that um, that Kofi, just these people who the fans just connect with, and they can't get enough of them. My only, like I said, my only worry is that they jump to it too soon because I think she's perfect to be Sasha's first feud. The only problem with that, of course, is one of them's got to lose. If and that's Smackdown. Damn women, bro. 
They got like well, seven this... girls on the roster. Yeah, <laughs> this is the problem. They keep they the every year they seem to leave one side or certain divisions completely short and it gets very frustrating. Um next then we've got Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Who you got? I'm gonna go. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna go Randy. I'm gonna go Randy. Yeah, I've got um, got a feeling, mates, that Randy might be in for a run at the top. Um, and Correct. just going back to the fiend very quickly about the title picture. Um, I don't want to see him in the title picture anytime soon. However, I do think as a baby face. Um, defeating a some science, a long-term dominant champion, I think could be quite effective at like a mania. So if you'd had him on the same uh, roster as Roman Reigns and you'd Roman Reigns has had like a year-long run at the top beating everyone or like a Strowman or, or someone who's just had like this massive long run where no one can beat him, I think The Fiend is a good tool to get the title off them at Mania or like a big show. But I don't want to see him just in a like Clash of Champions title feud. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's stupid. Um, but I do think Randy Orton will win the title. My concern is I don't think they're going to wait too long to do the feud, uh, the feud between The Fiend and Randy Orton, which worries me. But yeah, I but, think Randy But I, 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 I definitely think they, there's going to be a the edge, Randy on title match somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll give Edge another run? Do you? No, 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 no. I but I, I only think Edge. <laughs> I only think Edge will want that. I only seem like the type of thing he'd no. come back and try to get no, a world he's title. Not a, he's not a. He's not like a mark for himself. Is he? <laughs> um, and then the main event is Hell in a Cell I Quit match between uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Great story. Great it's story. a fantastic story. Do you know what I would have liked to have seen? Is Lance Anawaii, uh, who I just interviewed to make a run in. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so the stipulation is if Jay loses, uh, Jimmy, or, Jimmy Uso has to join Roman. Is that right? Mm, basically, the, the, thing, the, 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 the on-screen story is that... Uh, if 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 Roman if Roman wins, then Jimmy and Jay basically have to do Roman's bidding. So basically, they, yeah, they have to join Roman, and then they get a uh, uh, they, they get like a like black ball from the family. So like they he he kicking yeah. he, he kicking Jay Jimmy and their immediate family out of the whole out of the whole family. That's funny as hell. But then, uh, like I like the story of by if he if. Jay Uso wins. Uh, if Roman wins, the the Usos have to join him, and then I like that that they slowly, as he's forcing <laughs> them to do like heel beatdowns and stuff, they kind of slowly get on the same page with him, and they like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, I, I do like that. Heels anyway, for real, for real. When you think about it, but they they were always heels. People just liked the Usos. Like they they were, I don't think they were ever yeah. good guys. People just they, they didn't know, go back they, to babyface, did they? People just always like the Usos. They, I, I'm telling you, bro. They, I, I can't remember when they were ever 
baby faces. They were never baby faces, bro. People just naturally gravitated to them and they started cheering them. Yeah. So I don't think they were ever heels, but I mean, I mean, I have a baby faces, but I mean, I'm, I'm interested in this story, man. It's, it's, it's a real good one. I think they're going, I mean, I, I, I think the next step is, I mean, because I mean, he, he said if, if, if Jay Uso loses, then Jimmy and him have to do his bidding. So I think that kind of rules out Jimmy Uso getting a shout at the title. So, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do next, man. Like, I'm looking at the landscape SmackDown right now. I mean, could, I, I, I don't think they want to go to Seth Rollins just yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for I'll, sure. I'll, I think um, the other thing, mate, I think ultimately it's going to end in Roman Reigns versus The Rock, and that, that's, the, that's the aim, even whether The Rock's agreed to it. That, yeah. that, that, that's, that's, that's where they're, they're going to want it to go. I, I think if they had fans at Mania, yeah. If they don't have fans at Mania, no, it's not yeah. going to happen. But the Rocks are, the Rock is making an impact wrestling appearance this weekend. <laughs> is he? Oh, you 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 ain't hear about that? Is he really though? No, 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 no. He, uh, I have no look, chance. It, 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 he not going to be there in person, but uh, he doing uh Ken Shamrock's uh, Hall of Fame induction thing. No way. No, I'm dead that's ass. Amazing. Like, not, not, not even trying to be funny. Like, that's that's legit. Sham Rock asked him, because you know him and The Rock, he, what... they used to work together a lot. And he, yeah, uh, he used to be tight. No. Yeah, and, and The Rock just agreed to it, and he uh, recorded a video for Sham Rock for his Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. So they're going to uh, uh, play that as his intro for uh, to induct Sham Rock. I think that's cool. I, like, I like I, I mean, I'm pretty sure WWE can't say I mean, like, bro, The Rock, I don't think The Rock needs WWE at all. Like, I think he's, like, no. past that. No, of course so, he doesn't. So I, I don't really think that they have any room to say anything, but I know Impact is about to use the hell out of that footage, boy. I'm telling. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it'd be everywhere, wouldn't it? Then that's what I was going to say just quickly is um, if they are building to the Rock match, I feel like a good way to add to the the Rock before the Rock comes in and starts the feud would be to add guys like um, Lance Anawai to it yes. and have Roman so, yes. kind of so I, can, so I can plug this article under the tweet yeah man <laughs> you can put that shit everywhere but like <laughs> but you know what I mean to have like some of the other yeah, yeah, Anawai no, come mean. in and yeah. Roman dominate um, and like what you could do is you could but, bring but, in a couple but, of them but, 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 but and then have Roman kick one of them out because he wasn't performing but, and but, but, but Lance is Roman's first cousin though like I think he, he he he's related to Jimmy and Jay, but that but Roman is his first cousin. Like ah okay yeah, so I I, I think I mean it, it, I mean and, and then Lance he he wrestled on uh on Raw last year with uh he, he was working with uh Roman and they uh hey, against hey. against Shane, against Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, see, it's um one of them things, mate. Just building right. I uh, I know. That we're both you've uh, you fitted me in today, mate. So I appreciate it massively. Um, tell people where they can find your stuff and your social media and whatnot. Man, all I want people to do is go subscribe to the Eighth Podcast YouTube channel. That's it. That's what I want you to do. Go run that man to a thousand subscribers. That's all I want. That's because you are a hero, mate. That's why. Ultimately, you are a hero. Yes, and, 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 and as of this writing. We we will we will be I say as of this writing Jesus Christ I'm thinking about when I write my articles bro but uh, but like as of this podcast we should be able to go next uh next Friday full time 
and then we'll be able to get a a, a good show in, and we'll recap uh, Bound for Glory. And uh, yeah, I it looks real good, mate. Yeah, Bound for Glory. That's a real good card. But yeah, we go uh, do do that, recap that, and um, Hell in a Cell, sir, and then we on the road to Survivor Series. Yeah, boy, it's gonna be amazing. Um, be interesting what they do with Survivor Series, actually. But we'll talk about that next week. Um, if they do continue the retribution and fiends, hey, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear none of your, none of your foolishness on the road to Survivor Series talking about the fiend and Alexa Bliss versus Karrion Cross and Scarlet. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to no. see it. <laughs> the fiend and Braun Strowman, Alexa, and uh, and and someone else. That's the new, the new Wyatt family. You know it's true. Um, guys, nice one for tuning in. Andrew, as always, it has been a pleasure, mate. Um, and next week we'll be back with a full-length show, as it were. Although we got a good fifty minutes in, um, yep. So that's not too bad. Um, but uh, see you next week. Cheers, guys. Subscribe YouTube.com to today's podcast. Don't forget, think around about nine and. Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.